Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Joining us now is Roxanne Jones. Roxanne Jones, of course, is a former VP at uh, ESPN. She is also um, a CNN opinion writer, Emmy-nominated producer, co-author of Say It Loud, an illustrated history of the black athlete and CEO of a media firm as well. Roxanne, good morning. Good morning, Solomon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. That's good. I'm good. That's good. Mm-hmm. So whole lot going on, uh, Roxanne. First of yes. all, the, the Super Bowl is happening and the Eagles aren't in it. I'm still healing. I'm still healing. Oh, you know, I just said to my brother, you know, I don't know. Of course, I always watch the Super Bowl, but this year I'm feeling a little bit gloomy about it. Yeah. I might have it in the background yeah. while I'm doing something else. Yeah, I'll watch the commercials. <laughs> I'll watch the commercials. I really don't want to see San Francisco win because they talk way too much trash about the Eagles. And, and I, you know, I don't mind if you talk trash and don't back it up. They backed it up. I, I didn't like it. Well, see, here's the thing. I already told you I picked them to go all the way. So, yeah, you know, yeah. not because I like them, but. I just thought they had the best shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, this, this <laughs> is the one time I hope you're wrong. This is the one time. I know. Okay, there you go. There you go. Go on with Andy Reid. Go on. <laughs> All right. So got to talk about travel, uh, Roxanne, because this mm-hmm. this past week, the U.S. issued travel advisories for Jamaica, the Bahamas, and Mexico. Now, I know you're an avid traveler, so I got to ask, are you surprised by these warnings? And if not, why not? Uh, No, I am not surprised by the warning, Solomon. Uh, These warnings happen quite often. In fact, there have been warnings about the United States also Mm. um, for black travelers in lieu of police killing us and abusing us. Mm -hmm. So um, very we we talked you and I talked. a while ago about travel and how to be safe traveling. I think it was when the young lady was killed in Mexico. And you, you really should check the state department website to see what they're saying about the country. Even if it sounds like we go there all the time, St. Lucia or Jamaica, you really should check to see what is going on there. Mm -hmm. And I uh, just came from Mexico. I spent the holidays in Mexico and oddly enough, my brother was in the Bahamas. So two of the places on the list And I was hesitant to go to Mexico only because, you know, I don't really like it. And we often hear so much about stuff that's happening in Mexico. Mm -hmm. But I try not to just like I don't listen to, you know, the stuff that they talk about black folks in media. I treat countries the same way because often our media skew, our lens is uh, is not really accurate. Uh, but so I had a, a great time in Mexico. But one of the the weird things that happened there to let you know who really controlled this little place I was in is the police had put up um, just regular little street lights mm-hmm. along the road, and they had cameras like traffic cameras on them. Mm-hmm. They may maybe they put up fifty, seventy five of them, and I don't know if I've told this story before, but I couldn't believe it. The next morning, all of those traffic lights were bulldozed down. Because the cartel came in and they were like, you will not put cameras on our roads. Mm. They knocked them down, brand new traffic lights. Mm. So although everyone in town, because I was asking questions, you know, like, how's violence here? What's going on? Is the cartel here? Is this a safe place? Because I got family there. They were like, oh, there's never a problem. There's never a problem. I was like, really? 
you can't even put up street lights. Mm. So, and uh, so that was not a violent thing, but it was certainly, you know, if we woke up and went in our town and all of a sudden all the street lamps had been knocked down wow. by drug dealers who didn't want to be recorded in case they put a camera on it, that would be a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, that's the subtle stuff that I felt in Mexico and, you know, Bahamas, same thing. You know, in fact, my family left there early. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think travel now has become, if has just become risky, you have to like be on your P's and Q's at all times. You definitely should check uh, the State Department website. And again, if you're trying to do anything, mm-hmm. like Americans travel around thinking, you know, I'm the king of the castle. So yeah. they travel around. Yeah. A lot of people land. I tell people all the time, you ain't traveling with me like this. The first thing they want to do is stop and buy some weed or stop and mm-hmm. get whatever that's whatever vice they're into. I'm like, you know what? First of all, that that's not, I'm not putting up with any of that. You're right. not with me. I don't care if it's family or anybody. Yeah. Because all you do is put a big flag on your back. Mm-hmm saying I'm in that life. Mm-hmm. And if you're really in that life, then you're going to suffer the consequences and you're in a foreign country. So, uh, you know, or flashing money or mm-hmm. wearing valuable possessions. I, I just roll around, you know, one with respect for everybody. Right. Two, I do nothing underground, mm-hmm. nothing in any country, because I don't know what the law, what we don't know what the laws are. I don't know who's watching. I assume everybody is. You know, it's just a silly move. And right. you can have a good time without doing all of that. Right. Um, but the State Department website is very important because it will, you don't have to take it all like er, this is what the whole country is doing. But it often says, you know, tourists are being targeted in this area. Um, iPhones are being stolen at the airport. Like it does give details mm-hmm. that, that at least you could have some sense of what you're walking into, then keep yourself safe and then go on and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's so important what you said about like, don't be coming in there like you going to be part of the sure. underground culture. You don't know who's yeah. in charge. You don't know who's watching. You don't know mm-hmm. who's official, unofficial. You don't right. know none of that. You don't know the power structure. Like, why are Nothing. you doing that? That's just Nothing. so weird to me when people travel and do that. Yeah, it's, it's silly. I see it a lot in Costa Rica because mm. in Costa Rica, prostitution is legal, mm-hmm. right? Solicitation or forcing a woman or a man into prostitution is very illegal. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like bachelor party frat boy types come down here and they think because there's such violence against women in prostitution in the States that they can come in and just treat the women anyway. They don't know that those women have deep protection mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So they can come in and do what they, you know, act like a fool if they want to. But sometimes they don't make it back to mm-hmm. where they came from mm-hmm. and no police are coming. No, yeah. no police are coming to save you. So, um, you know, when people disappear here, you know, there's usually a very sympathetic uh, story about, you know, a young woman or somebody who came. And, that, you know, of course, they're all apple pie uh, and American. And and right away, I'm like in the neighbors, I'm like, mm. We know what was really going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you tried to be about that life mm-hmm. and then you got caught up yeah. and now you're not going home. Nobody's going home. Your parents are on the news crying. Mm. So, um, you know, we just we we just have to really um, just use it. I won't even say it's common sense because some of it's not common sense. Some of it, it's a totally different culture and you don't know the hierarchy like you just said. Right. So right. Best thing I can say is have a good time. 
Be respectful of everyone and anyone you meet. Know the language if you can. Uh, and check out the State Department site because a lot of people don't like Americans right now. Mm-hmm. We're under harassment for reasons that we might not even, you know, understand mm-hmm. having to do with America, its policies, the culture, our government, whatever. It's nothing that we did personally. So you do have to pay attention. Yeah. Well, the one thing I'll say is this, man. The last time we went to Jamaica and we've been there a lot mm-hmm. um, was was different. You know, there was uh, yeah. a young lady in particular who was rude at the airport, rude to us, but was oh, breaking a, but, but was breaking a neck. For the white people mm-hmm. to the point where the white people, when they got on the plane, because we ended up getting on before them anyway, like somebody else yeah. helped us. They Good. was like, yeah, that was wrong. <laughs> like, yes. now, now, when yes. white people are telling mm-hmm. you that, you know, the way another black person treated you was wrong, right. that's a problem. That's a problem. That so we won't problem. be going back anytime soon. But, you know, we got other places yeah. to go. But. You know, it's I just, sad. if if that is how we treat each other. And I just wonder if there's some resentment of black people mm-hmm. coming in, having mm-hmm. money or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, if if that's part of it or what. But I just know I did not feel good after I left there. I'm like, all right, we won't we'll be going someplace else, you know. Going yeah. Forward. Yeah. No, you know what? That that's such a sad experience, but it is common. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love Jamaica. I have family there. But there's such a violent undertone mm-hmm. that, I, you know, I don't want to go back. Yeah. I miss them, yeah. you know, but I don't want to go back. And that same like, you know, that mistreatment, us mistreating each other. Mm-hmm. I felt that throughout the Caribbean. Yeah. Throughout the Caribbean. But, you know, to be honest, I've also felt it on my block in Brooklyn. So, mm-hmm. come on now. So, yep. you know, yep. so, you know, usually when that happens, you know, of course it riles us because we're going like, you know, to to com- pick picking specifically a black destination mm-hmm. and then getting there and with our little money put together and then mm-hmm. people are acting out of pocket for no reason. Right. So it does sting. But again, I keep it in perspective. Okay. This is some fool at the airport. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on, do my little vacation. But if it's happening, if I don't feel safe, if everybody at the place I'm staying, whether that's a resort or a town is, you know, looking at me funny, making, you know, like, having some resentment, then of course yeah. you don't get another dollar from me. Yeah. Um, but there's just a lot going on now and a lot of feelings about uh, black Americans mm-hmm. and Americans in general. Yeah. And so some of that vibe is coming from there. I even have, have been challenged in Costa Rica and Central America about this war. Mm-hmm. Like people mad. They're not mad at me, but yeah. they, they got some questions, you yeah. know, they have questions. Yeah. So, you know, that's just the world we're living in now, but definitely try to check out I, I usually I some I go to the State Department, but you can also go to one of their local like newspapers mm-hmm. in the town and just look at the front page of one or two. It's since we're talking about how you Google and all this stuff, just just check it out. Google the town. They got a little newspaper. See what's mm-hmm. popping out there, and then that'll give you a better feel, I think, than even the State Department. I hear you. So let's talk about Aurora, Colorado, because of course that's where Elijah McLean died. After a police encounter, the city has settled a one point nine million dollar uh, settled for one point nine million dollars with a family of black women and girls who were handcuffed and held at gunpoint. Roxanne, mm-hmm. what happened in this case, and what needs to happen going forward? 
Well, I think uh, we remember the case because it was so tragic to see the little girl mm-hmm. uh, laying down on the ground and, and her little, she, I don't know, tutu or tiara, mm-hmm. you know, just a little girl crying, mommy, mommy, as they handcuffed and and, and jerked around the mom, the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, and police thought that this was a stolen car. Right. They, they, that's why the excuse for pulling it over is it was a stolen car. It turned out they had the wrong vehicle. It wasn't stolen. And, you know, they had the, the kids on the ground, I think, le- a little less than 10 minutes, but it was a horrible, horrible, tragic uh, experience for them to see. So now the mom has settled for the city has settled for one point nine million dollars. And in this, the, den- the sur- suburb is Aurora, Aurora, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And the investigation prosecutor said there was no evidence that the officers committed any crime. But then they went on to say and be- they said they didn't commit a crime because they were following procedures for a high risk stop yeah. of what was suspected to be a stolen vehicle. But then they quickly found out the vehicle wasn't stolen and they didn't unhandcuff the people or the kids mm-hmm. for a long time after they knew they had made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And they told one of the little girls it was for their safety, for the safety of the officers, yeah. some little girls laying on the ground and a mother. So, um, you know, they've settled the case. One of the officers, the one who pulled the car over, uh, his name was Officer Dasco. He was suspended for like 160 hours and he was demoted. But don't you know, a year later, he ran for sheriff. Mm. A year later, the Mm. man ran for sheriff. So this once again tells you he didn't win, didn't win. They still have the same sheriff they've had since 1996. But the audacity of these racist officers Mm. and how they are protected that he even had anybody giving him any kind of money to fundraise, to run for sheriff. Mm. Like that's what he did. Uh, And so, you know, I, I just think in these cases, I'm not impressed. I mean, this might sound elitist, but I'm talking about what our lives are worth. I'm not impressed with $1.9 million for this. I'm not impressed. This is the same Aurora, Colorado that paid 15 million in the Elijah McClain case. That's right. So they and that was just in 2021. Mm-hmm. So right there, and and we have to remember, the this is taxpayer money. That's right. That's right. This is nothing to celebrate. Taxpayers in Aurora or or Brooklyn or mm-hmm. Philadelphia, taxpayers are paying a racist cop tax. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't pen- penalizing any of the officers. And and I'm this is this is why I say this is why this happens. If that Dasco who ran for county sheriff less than a year after after doing this to this family and Lord knows what else, if he had the audacity to run for sheriff. They're not feeling any pain. That's right. They're not feeling any pain at all. There was no lawsuit against him. He wasn't individually responsible. None of those officers were, Mm -hmm. you know, suspended for however many hours with pay. That's not a punishment. That's a vacation. That's right. You are absolutely right. You know, I mean, until we really we were we talk a lot about police reform Mm -hmm. and and i'm i'm so off the training because it's not anything to do you know training yes can improve whatever you're not training people to be not racist i mean they're racist that's right so i i I just think until we see some federal legislation and states having copycat legislation that officers who kill and abuse and harass citizens or not citizens will be individually financially responsible in these lawsuits, Mm. then I don't think we're going to see any of this change. And I don't ever think we should be celebrating 
some state putting a dollar value on our lives or our children's lives. Agreed. That is Roxanne Jones. She's a former VP at ESPN, CNN, opinion writer, Emmy nominated producer, co-author of Say It Loud, an illustrated history of the black athlete and CEO of the Push Marketing Group, a media strategy firm. Roxanne, as always, thanks so much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 